Alexa, tell me about Maeve Quinlan. Maeve Quinlan is an American actress and former professional tennis player. Yes, yes, she's multi-talented. Okay, man, <laughs> I love doing this every week. I love it. Ugh, this was a great episode. Yeah, it was good. It had a lot of controversy in it. Yeah, yeah, I told you it was going to be lit. <laughs> Yo, I'm just lucky I get to talk about it on a podcast and get to send it out to the people. We're so blessed, Nisi. <laughs> We're so blessed. Uh, my name is Nettie Smith, and on the other line, we have my sister, Nisi. What's up? Um, She's there, and we are so excited to bring to you a discussion on Rules of Engagement. It is Season 2, Episode 5 of South of Nowhere. We are reaching the ooey-gooey, <laughs> the ooey-gooey parts mm. of South of Nowhere. We are, the storm is coming. Yes, this isn't even, this is just the beginning, but things get even crazier later on. Yes, yes they do, but... Uh, that's why we're here. We're here to help you guys navigate the craziness <laughs> yep. and give you some awesome commentary that you'd never once had before. We're going through this experience with you. Yes. I don't even watch ahead. I don't even watch ahead. Even though I've seen these episodes, I don't even watch ahead until it's time to talk about it. Like, for instance, I haven't watched what's the next one. I think the next one is the, that is so not mom. I haven't even gone forward. I'm, I'm, I'm on rules of engagement. I have lived and breathed mm. rules of engagement for the past <laughs> week. So um, we're, all, we're all doing this together. It's a team effort. So Nisi, how was your week? What did you do? Um, my week um, just started 4.33 p.m. Um, just went to class today, went to the gym with my friend, and that's it. Now I'm here talking to y'all. What about you, Nettie? Yeah. How was your day? I, I think I meant I meant to say weekend, but <laughs> my bad. Um, <laughs> it's all good. I actually, uh, I live in New York, so we uh, I hit up the Pride, New York Pride this past weekend on Sunday, and it was lit. It was cool. so awesome. And, um, you know, I credit this show for giving me the strength to go to Pride because... I mean, it took some time, but I've always wanted to go because I, south of nowhere. I don't want to go too far into the series, but there was a time. There was a time when I was scared to go to Pride, you know, as a straight girl, you know, watching south of nowhere. I was already getting made fun of for watching the show. So to step out and go to Pride was a big deal. So I, I first went in 2013 and then um, I've been pretty much every year since then. And it's been great. It's such a welcoming environment. Oh, I love these people, man. It's like no judgment zone. Just go and live your life, man. Yeah, Just I feel go. like if you like, I feel like people sh like you should not be scared to go to Pride. Like everyone's there having a good time, and it it is a safe environment, kind of. Well, haters. yeah. I mean, I know that now. <laughs> you know, I know that now, but I didn't know that when I went. It wasn't, and it wasn't like I was expecting like something to pop off. It was just that going to Pride. 
as a straight girl, like, especially since being from Florida, like, in Florida, I don't even know if there's a pride in Florida. I don't remember it. I don't think so. I can't even remember. Maybe Miami there is one, but where we grew up in Tampa. Yeah, there is one here in Miami. I don't remember ever hearing about pride. Yeah, no. And it's just, it was just like something you don't talk about, something you don't do unless you're you're gay. And even if you are, like, no one ever talked about where it's located or where it's taking place. So... When I moved up here to New York, it just became part of the culture. Like, everybody goes to Pride now. Like, if you're not at Pride, there's something wrong. So that's that's really cool. Thank you, South of Nowhere, for <laughs> getting me curious enough to go to Pride and see what all the fun was about. Thank you, Spencer and Ashley. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got to talk about Asha's podcast. Asha Davis, who plays Chelsea, has a podcast coming out. Yeah. It is called Sex for Money. It's on the Erios Network of Podcasts. Podcasts made by women. Where my ladies at? Oh, yeah. Where my single ladies? Oh, you don't got to be single. Nah, just a lady. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So uh, it's a game show podcast uh, where all the questions are about sex. Um, so all you knowledgeable people out there, you can hit it up. Well, I'm still going to hit it up uh, so I can learn some stuff. You never know. I might even be on it. Who knows? We'll <laughs> see who I can influence. Um so they released the trailer on Apple Podcasts, which I heard. The network launched on July 1st, and the new episodes of the podcast will be available in August, according to Asha. So look out for that, and look who's podcasting now. Mm-hmm, Asha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and next in news, we got Kevin Durant and Kyrie to the Nets. Oh my gosh, there's so many things, man. I'm mostly excited about Jimmy Butler being here for the Heat because, first of all, I dreamt it. Second of all, Jimmy Butler Mm. is so good. And we got Myers Leonard. Don't even get me started. The hammer is here, you guys. Mm. The hammer is here. All right. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Um, Yeah, I'm just excited to um, have a... Well, the tickets are worth buying now. Like, I remember there was a time when I just bought Nets tickets to see what the, the arena looked like. I didn't care. Yeah, I was watching, um, I guess, one of the the first take or the jump thing, and they said that now that Kyrie and KD are on the Nets, the whole city, like the whole state of New York is going to be a Nets fan and the Knicks are going to get left in the dust. Like everyone's going to be Nets. Oh, I can't even imagine the Knicks. They don't have anybody. Like, Yeah, it's so sad. All they have gonna is go freaking to Julius Randle, <laughs> which they keep getting made fun of for because, I mean... Julius Randle's good, though, but he's not, like, everything. TBH, I don't even know who that is, but... Um, oh, my hmm. gosh. I know that Madison Square Garden was, like, the big thing back in the day. Yeah. And everybody wanted to go there just to see the games and all that stuff, but now people are only going to go for the concerts because ain't nothing happening with the basketball team. Yeah, the Knicks didn't deserve this. It's just... Eh, they didn't happened. deserve this. It happened, but you know I'm excited to go see Kyrie play. Me and my friend have already decided to try to go get tickets um, once the schedule gets released. Yeah, I'm so see that's gonna maybe be. I can see be them cool. when they come here. Yeah, that'd be yeah, lit. Definitely. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm excited about that. But um, that's all the news we have. Um. How about we get into rules of engagement? What do you say, Nisi? Yeah, let's get into it. So describe this opening sequence because it's not. It's very un unconventional from like what we've been seeing in the past episodes um this opening was cool it was lit they were all at a pool party we find out in a couple minutes that it's at aiden's house and it's like a pool party cookout 
and the whole gang is there um just you know hanging in the pool on the it side eating some well, they weren't eating anything yet but we hear that arthur and the dad are grilling you know mm-hmm. and you know they talk about and this opening sequence about Aiden's parents, but we don't ever see them. Yes, and he even like gestures to the side, but the camera doesn't follow or show any people. They could have gotten like two extras to just be shown. I know. <laughs> I'm like, y'all couldn't find two people on this earth to play that kid's parents just to just be shown. Scene. They didn't even have to they, say anything, he, but he just points to them. But it doesn't show them. It's like, oh, I want to see them. Like, why does Arthur and, and Paula get to see his parents and everyone else gets to see them? Kylie even had a conversation with his mom, apparently. And we never even seen the lady. So, yeah, I'm just like, well, then, well, goodness, come mm-hmm. on now. So, but this whole episode, this whole part is just a montage of them kind of having fun, throwing each other in the pool. I am loving the Go Girl energy drink product placement. <laughs> Ashley's bathing suit looks so good oh yeah is that the camo yeah i yeah, love camo, love camo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i think everyone looks great uh, even mm-hmm. even uh glenn glenn with his high school body spencer looks looked hot decent. chelsea yeah. looked hot too they all looked hot kyla and aiden are getting close yeah they jump in the pool start kissing ashley's like blah yeah blah she's about to fake puke mm-hmm. glenn is being his a-hole self you know just being glenn yeah i'm wondering how is he swimming with a broken knee like i don't think that's what i was thinking too he tore his acl yeah but he has like a whole like boot cast on his leg he can't get no i I believe you i agree i agree i don't know how he's doing the cannonballs because you got to bend your knee to your chest did the cannonball cannonball. yes he does a cannonball splashes chelsea and chelsea says you don't mess with a black girl's hair glenn yeah, he should not be doing that. He should not be. He can't be doing that. He's stupid. And then Spencer's like, "Your knee," and he's like, "Hey, I already got a mom." It's like, okay, she's so? just trying to help you try to be. And you have you know, one knee, like. <laughs> yeah, how are you ever going to play basketball again if you're not looking out for your knee? You're just jumping in pools all willy nilly. You can do all that, but you can't run up and down a court. Yeah, hmm. come on, get it together. Come on, man. Uh, so the whole time that we are watching this pool party, this great day with family and friends mm-hmm. and some randos, I don't know who the rest of the people at the party are, Glenn is trying to out Spencer the whole day. He is being so rude. Oh my gosh. <sighs> this whole episode, he's being stupid, but we'll get into the other stuff later. But right now, oh yeah, we'll get he's into being lame. Oh, he's not going to be let off the hook at all. No. We're going we're gonna to let people know. Because he's sitting here making comments. I don't even know what the reasoning is for it. Like, why today of all days? I think because after he saw them kiss, he was like, oh no, she's really, really gay. So I got to be oh, an a-hole about it. Maybe that's <laughs> what it is. He's finally like, okay, my emotions, I'm going to let them right out the bag now. Yeah, and it's, <sighs> the, it's the part where um, Ashley's putting like a sunscreen on Spencer, and Glenn comes over and he's like, this is a family pool party, not like a homo something. He said homo something, he what homo he said. homo happy hour. Homo happy hour. Yeah. But what? he also like walks up to them, and he like gets out of the pool. He like shakes his wet hair all over Spencer. Oh, yeah. While she's getting the... Um, the sunscreen put on her by Ashley. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, keep your hands inside the rail, okay? This is a family gathering, not homo happy hour. Oh, my gosh. Like, what? Yo, calm it down, bro. Yeah. One thing I really do love about this scene, though, is Mandy does the laugh clap thing that we talked about. You know, 
Florida girls in the house. <laughs> you know, that's what we do. We do the laugh clap. Shout out, shout out to her. The laugh um, clap back. Yeah, yeah. If we if you don't know what we're talking about, if this is your first time with us, uh, we're from the South, me and Lucy, <laughs> and um, the laugh clap, the laugh and clap motion is something that us in the South do. You either like laugh and slap your knee or you laugh and clap. It's just a thing we do. When we're excited, you, it has to be a hearty laugh. It can't just be like, you know, some like, ha ha. No, it has to be something that was crazy that happened. Like, you have to be crying we're, laughing to do this. You, Yeah, yeah. You might even fall on the ground and lay down. Like, yeah. This is what Sometimes do. you'll even this just throw yourself on the ground. Mm-hmm. I've done or that. Or you run down the street. Have you ever ran down the street? What? You ever ran down the street when someone does something funny <laughs> outside and you're just so... <laughs> I've ran somewhere, <laughs> but not down the street. Or you just run into another room or something. Like, yes. that's just what we do. <laughs> so, yes. So, um, they're wrapping up for the uh, for the day. And uh, the Carl and parents are talking to Clay and Chelsea about the food and how well Arthur cooks. Mm-hmm. And the way Paula talks about Arthur sounds like a commercial for, like, Arthur's new restaurant or something. <laughs> like. What'd she say? It was... Well, of course, we don't have pool at our house, but we do have Arthur behind the grill. And even I have to admit, he is a genius. Well, I wouldn't say genius, but... Well, you don't have to. It says it on your apron. <laughs> yeah. It's just weird. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. Yeah. So Chelsea uh, gets taken home by Clay. And when they leave, Paula says she loves seeing them together. Now that's a relationship. A yes. real relationship. Yeah, and I said, WTF, what does Paula know about a real relationship? <laughs> Oh yeah, what does she know about a real relationship? Plus, why are you sh- why are you saying that? Yeah. What what are you alluding to, Paula? What are you gaining from this, Paula? She's just throwing subs. Like, come on. Her and her little mini me yeah. are just throwing subs They're all day. They're both stupid in this episode. Oh my gosh. I can't stand them. I can't deal. So, uh next we see an interaction between Aiden and Kyla. They're just like off to the side talking and they show Paula like staring at Spencer and Ashley while they talk. Like, yeah. Uh, like very menacingly. She's just staring at these girls and like pulling down her shades. Like mm-hmm. she's like about to sneak diss them. <laughs> and Kyla is talking about how it sucks that Spencer and Ashley have to hide their relationship. But Chelsea and Clay can just be free. I was like, dang, that touched me. Yeah. Dang. Kyla's she's like, they got to sneak around and. They can't be all lovey-dovey in the open like Clay and Chelsea. And it's, mm-hmm. it is sad, yeah. They can't be themselves. That's very sad. Yeah, and um, Aiden points out that Kyla appears to care about Ashley. And Kyle's like, shut up. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Being a world, Finding love in this world is hard anyway. So yeah. blah, 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 being in this situation. Um, cuts back to Spencer and Ashley. There's a lot of interaction between them, but we don't hear a lot of their dialogue. We just see them like doing the whole sunscreen thing, talking from afar, things like that. Uh, Paula keeps staring at them. And Ashley says to Spencer, if your mom keeps staring at me like that, I'm going to think she wants to date me too. Yeah. And Glenn chimes in with, sorry, mom doesn't swing that way. (sighs) Oh my gosh. So Glenn mocks her and Ashley turns around and says a classic line from this show. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Here it is. Get a light, ass eyes. And then she heads home. Yep, she said and that. And I just want to say, I just want to say, who came up with that? You know what? I should have hit up Tom and asked them that. Because 
Whoever came up with, I've never heard that in my life until I saw the show. And you know what? I use it. I've used it in public before to someone that's never heard it. Oh my god! And they're gosh. like, what's, what's an ass eyes? Like, it was like a whole thing where I was like mad at somebody. And then like, I said, shut up ass eyes. And they're like, what? Ass eyes? What is that? And it's just like, it's such a like insult to throw you off your game like if somebody's saying something to you or being rude they'll be sunk so hung up on ass eyes that they won't even remember what you were arguing about mm-hmm. yeah it's just uh bless the person who <laughs> came up with that line i'm pretty sure there's someone out there who knows who did it and i'll find out as well but whoever that person is you a real one <laughs> So Glenn and Spencer are arguing because Glenn continues to be an a-hole and he threatens to tell the rents about Ashley and Spencer. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. How about I tell them about all the pills you've been taking? Yup. Say it, Spencer. Ooh. So then he's like, okay, well, well chill, chill. All right, chill. Mm-hmm. Straight up, straight up. So they call a truce and they decide to keep each other's secret. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the next day they're at school, and it is Club Day, Woo! and they're showing a montage club of Club Day. And I remember Club Day back in college and high school. Oh, that was the best time. <laughs> you just want to find people that like what you like. If you like underwater basket weaving, there's someone that does, <laughs> usually. Somewhere. But it was, it was always fun to find people that, find, that have similar interests, and you realize you're not the only nerd that likes something, so that's cool. Um, so I miss that. I miss that. But it looks like it has typical things such as like math club, chess club, computer club, gay straight alliance club. They got drama club. They have drama club. They also have film club, which is different. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. They have, they have a lot of different options here. The cheerleaders are having a hard time getting people to go to their booth. <laughs> so tell me, tell me about what Madison and Sherry are tripping about. Yeah, Madison says that she's going to be late to cheer practice, and Sherry's like, oh my gosh, like, whatever, like, I'll just run practice, and Madison's like, no, you can do something for, like, the first hour, but then I'm going to come in and, like, you know, take over, and Sherry throws shade, and she's like, well, looks like you're better at uh, taking orders than giving them, because Madison has to miss work to go to, or miss practice to go to work, Um, yeah, and so then Madison was mad for a second. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they do show the cheerleaders having a hard time getting people to go to their booth um, and Madison stripping about it. And um, but they also cut back to uh, the good part of the cast, all, well, the <laughs> most of the good people in the cast, not the villains. And it's Ashley. <laughs> Ashley's stripping about the fact that it's weird that you have to join a group to do something cool. Why can't you just do it? And I'm like, huh, well, that's a good point. I mean, you can just do it, but you can do it with other people. You don't got to do it by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I get her. I get her point. Um, And, you know, she makes fun of the mathletes, which brings out um, Clay and Chelsea because Clay is the leader of the mathletes. He's (laughs) vice president. And, you know, Chelsea says, you know, it's cool to feel like you're a part of something when Mm -hmm. you join these groups. I'm like, yeah, you know, I see both both uh, sides of it. I definitely do. Um. Then you see Spencer uh, strolling around with Ashley, and she is eyeing the gay straight alliance table, but she's not going over there. She's like, she's just looking. It seems like she's a he- she's just hesitating to go over there. That's all it is. Like she doesn't, she's not comfortable yet, just walking up and 
and saying, hey, hi, what's going on here, you know? So I love that. Okay, so it took me a few watches to figure out this, what was going on. But Ashley sees the Gay Straight Alliance table and it goes, she says, um, oh, I'll be over here, loser adjacent. Mm. And then she goes over by the food tables, which is about a good eh, 20 to 30 feet away, maybe 20. <laughs> and initially I'm like, dang, Ashley, you just going to like crap on your own people? Yeah. Like you're gay too. Why why can't they why can't y'all all get along together? Like what what is this? <laughs> so, uh, I was like, you know, whatever. But then I realized her sitting far away from the action is actually essential to the plot. So, you know, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So, wait on it. Mhm. Um so we see Aiden at the gym and he is kickboxing. Wait, no, there's a whole bunch of other stuff. No, I, girl, I've seen this episode once a day for the last seven <laughs> days. I know what ep- I know what sections they're in. I'm actually it's on my TV right now. <laughs> That's how deep in this I am. OK, so you just said Aiden is at the gym. So, he yeah, left he's school? not. A, he left the club thing. He wasn't there yet. Him and Kyla aren't there yet. They're oh. at the gym. And then he goes, hey, let's just skip school and go to the beach. Uh, no one even know we're gone. It's club day. And she's like, that's why I want to get back. I want to be in the drama club. And he's like, don't you have enough of that in your life? And yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. So then, and I have, a, I have a comment about all that because it doesn't work for me with the timeline because I don't understand where this gym is, why Kyla's watching him. <laughs> well, clearly this gym is like off campus somewhere and Kyla is watching right. just to be there with Aiden. Okay, so so Kyla, why aren't you in class why are y'all both out of class why is he at the gym why are you watching him i just don't get how y'all are able to leave school and go to off campus to a gym like it's just okay whenever i don't know i don't understand their schedules i don't know but but anyway next you see aiden at the gym he's kickboxing and he's with uh there's this girl named nicole who's watching him and his dick apparently what (laughs) (laughs) she's watching him and his dick oh my god and she's hitting on him super hard and she wants the d she really wants it but aiden (laughs) shuts her down pretty much because kyla's sitting right there yeah um which is really cool i like how he just changes the the subject and she's like i hope i get to see more of you here and he's like okay and uh kyla's just sitting there being lazy (laughs) like she always does just watching him work out uh, I don't know why that's a thing. I, I can't imagine just being with a guy and dating a guy and going to watch him work out and I'm not doing anything. That is weird. And she wants to go, okay, so she wants to go to club day because she wants to meet other people outside of this dysfunctional circle that she's in. Yeah, she... Which is legit. Yeah. Um. So I guess he gets dressed and showered and then they go back to school. So now they're at school. So I don't know. I don't <laughs> know how this timeline works. Um... We get back to school, and we see the cheerleaders, and they're tabling. Madison can't give her all to the team because she has an after-school job. Mm-hmm. Sherry's mad pissed about it, as she should be, right? Um, yeah, I feel like if you're, like, an hour late to practice, you can't be doing that. Not, like, every day. You gotta rehearse, you know? Yeah, and there's, like, things you can't do unless you have everybody, you know? Like, exactly. you can't stunt if you don't have, like, your base or your fly or your back spot. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can have somebody fill in, but it's not the same. 
oh no, it's not the same. Um, like if you have an alternate pop in for something, the alternate might be better than Madison or stronger or not as strong. So you can't really know or gauge what the abilities are if that person isn't actually there. So yeah. I see, I definitely see where Sherry's coming from. And Sherry's trying to like, be like, okay, I'll run things while you're gone. And Madison's like, no, you know, because I think Madison just doesn't want to give up that power spot, you know, mm-hmm. as the head cheerleader. So she's just sitting there like, whatever, you know. Yeah, no. and um, Madison says to Sherry, oh, you can write a note, write a get well card to our coach with a hernia or whatever. And I'm mm-hmm. like, so these kids are running practice by themselves? Like, it's just Madison and Sherry running practice and they're actually That's getting things like. done? Like, I can't imagine, I like, guess. having practice without a coach. Just, well, they did come up with that dance that they did. <laughs> I guess, yeah. So then Glenn comes up to them, and they ask Glenn if he wants to join the cheer team because they need some boys. Mm-hmm. And Glenn is like, boys. <laughs> Why does he say it like that? I don't know. Boys. He's weird. Yeah. Boys. <laughs> I'm going to go find something a man can do. And then what do they say? And then Madison's like, oh, but what if you can't do it? (laughs) And then I forgot what Sherry says. What does Sherry say? Sherry's like, how embarrassing would that be? Yeah. And they just start giggling. Then he gets gets mad and embarrassed and he storms off. Yeah, that's a stab at the, uh, the fact that in the previous episode, he had issues keeping an erection while he was hooking up with Madison. So, uh, apparently, Madison told Sherry. <laughs> Sherry oh my knew. Gosh. Ah, that's what you dead. get, Glenn, for messing around with, with uh, Madison. She'll tell that's all That's what he business. gets? I'm dead. Don't mess with Madison. Like, don't, yeah. don't even talk to her. She'll ruin your life. Like, come on. Everyone knows that. Aiden knows that, especially. <laughs> Too bad Kyla doesn't know yet. Because she's sitting there telling all her business to to Madison. Yeah, they're friendly, friendly. Yeah, I don't even get why it's happening. No one warned this girl. But um, then Glenn walks away and Madison is like, nah, man, like we need something to do because we don't got nobody at our table. So her yeah. and Sherry get on the table. They cue the music and they do this dance. And you know what? They low key killed it. But I feel like they could have had better choreography. Like they weren't bad. But they could have had better, like, moves. Mm-hmm. It was quite low-key killed it. <laughs> they did kind of kill it. They could have um, used another practice because some of it wasn't very in sync. Uh, there were times where Sherry's arms were bent and Madison's weren't. <laughs> um, like, they were doing the same moves but slightly different. Like, the arm placement wasn't the same for each girl. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they could have taken maybe a couple more hours in practice before they jumped up on a table and did all that mm-hmm. but i will say the funny part when madison pushes sherry down on the ground <laughs> oh my god yes <laughs> it looks like an snl sketch like because <laughs> her like sherry's reaction on the ground <laughs> and then madison's reaction after push, pushing her it's just oh my god that's gonna be a gif we're gonna write that down that's yes. gonna be a gif on the insta because oh i giggled so much mm-hmm. every time i've seen this episode i'm watching it right now um i've seen this episode every day for like a week and oh it still made me laugh it still made me laugh oh god 
So Aiden, uh, it cuts to Aiden and Kyla. Aiden says that the next time Kyla goes to the gym with him, she should work out with him. And I'm like, duh. And Kyla mentions that, well, it looks like Nicole has that spot filled. (laughs) Mm, Not really. I mean, she ain't even pretty like you is. (laughs) And she's not even tan. (laughs) Anyway, Kyla's trying to join the drama club because she wants to be an actress. So Yeah, and when she sees the table, she's like, Oh my gosh, the drama club and I wrote, Ew, you got too excited. Like <laughs> I actually love that. I, I love that because actually it reminds me of my friend Erica from uh from college. Erica Rose Egan. Yes, I'm talking about you if you're listening. I don't know if you'll ever <laughs> listen to this podcast, but she she talks like that, like she would do stuff like that, like out of the blue, like if she's excited about something whether it was like a song or like cookies or anything like that, she would just get super excited about stuff like that. World of Warcraft. She would just answer that. So it reminds me of my friend. So I like that. Um, I don't know what, what Kyla's goal is in this whole acting thing, but she's just trying to be in anything. Apparently she acts every day. Oh yeah. I don't know where she acts every day at her house. (laughs) Like, where? So she's just joining whatever is available. She's auditioning for anything that's available. And um, she's building up her schedule to the point where um, she has to kind of, like, reschedule things with Aiden. Mm -hmm. And Aiden talks to Ashley about it and how he sees... What he perceives is that Kyle is playing hard to get. And that's not it at all, but Ashley joked that maybe she just wants to hang out with every single loser in school except him. <laughs> and he kind of looks like, hmm. And then uh, what, do you, what do you got next? Do you have anything else? Uh, Spencer did not just dap Sean, so she must be talking to Sean. Yes, <laughs> bruh. Yo, I was like, no, I mentioned that in my notes. Like, did she just dap him up? Yeah, right. Like, she dapped him up. Like, she knew what she was doing, too. Like, Spencer, where you learned that from? I know. Well, you know, her brother is black, so. I'm pretty sure Clay does not dap anybody <laughs> up like that. Well, he hangs out with Sean. Yeah, he hangs out with Sean. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny, though. I thought that was funny. I swear, I feel like they practiced it. Like, did a few <laughs> takes. And they were like, so when you get done dapping him, just point at him. Like, you're like, like stay up, brother. Like, kind of. <laughs> stay up, brother. <laughs> Stay up, brother. And she does this head nod, too, while she's doing it, like she's a rapper. It's weird. Oh, my gosh, Spencer. Where you learned that at? He, they, he taught her right before they said action. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so uh, Spencer is casing the, straight, uh, the gay straight alliance table. And Sean kind of gets her attention and points that out. And while she is... Uh, while he's talking to her, he decides to give her his spiel on what he's doing at the uh, the tabling event. So he is in the film club because we know that he's in love with film and every conversation of his life is based off of a film. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he's also in the chess club. Well, he's he's head of the film club and then he's going to head over to the chess club after that. But it's just weird because it ends with Spencer dapping up Sean. <laughs> I honestly didn't know they got down like that. I yeah, did right? Know. They show Glenn at the ROTC table, which will come into play a little later down the line. But, yeah, I thought uh, I remembered something about that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kyla calls off the date with Aiden because they're auditioning femme fatales for a short film Ooh. this other student wants to do. Yeah. So he's cool with the, uh, the cancellation of the date. 
And Ashley is about to give him shit for it. And he shushes her. <laughs> uh, so then what do we see next? Um, is this Spencer at the table, finally? Mm-hmm. So Spencer has finally approached the Gay-Straight Alliance table, and the guy is talking to her, and he's like, this is a club where people can, like, you know, be themselves and stuff, and... Bringing people together. Yes, Mm -hmm. bringing people together. And... No matter who they are. And no matter what? Uh, Letting people be who they are, no matter who it is. Yeah. And while they're talking, this dude just comes out of nowhere... Like, literally out of nowhere. Dude. He walks over. He's like, Completely. hey, stop looking at me. He calls him the F word. It's really rude. Yeah. He calls and him the F word. you know what? This guy, this guy is stricken with stage five homophobia. Yeah. It is like, just insane. First of all, he walks up to the dude. He wanted the smoke. He walks up to him. Mm-hmm. He's like, stop looking at me. No one was even looking at you until you walked up and said something, sir. Yeah. You walked up to him. Where else is he going to look? Like, he's a tabler. <laughs> He's expecting you to come to the table. Him. Where, how is he not going to yes, look at you? You're talking to him. He did not come up to you. Yeah, like if he walked up to you and, and said something, then maybe you could get angry if you wanted oh, to. Yeah. But yeah, you don't want to get mad. But like, okay, I, I could see where you you could say something like, "I'm sorry, I I'm straight. I I don't you know whatever." He I'm sure he wouldn't even come to you and say anything like that. He's tabling. He's, yeah, that's all he's doing. He's not trying to. He's not a pickup line. It's not a hookup <laughs> bar. It's a tabling event. Yeah. Okay. I just don't get... Is this how... Seriously, is this how these, like, hate crimes happen? Like... They just be looking for the smoke. They really do. I feel like I could believe this because people are hateful out there and they just want to start trouble. That's crazy, man. That is crazy. Um, I'm just like, where is this guy supposed to look? So he calls him the (laughs) F word. Yeah. And the the guys, he's like, what are you looking at? And the guy at the table responds with, don't worry, you're not my type. Mm Mm-hmm. So the homophobe gets super pissed, mm-hmm. super pissed at that comment. He flips the table. <laughs> yeah, right? That was so dramatic. <laughs> he flipped the table for what, man? For what? The table looked like it was made of paper. That table looked <laughs> that so That table did thin. not have a chance, bro. <laughs> it might have been a Fisher Price. I think it was like one of my Fisher Price tables. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> because he just lived it the wind took it it was just terrible yo that table did not deserve what it went through but it was just so light oh my god all the papers flew it was crazy Mm -hmm. and the homophobe pulls back to punch the guy that was tabling for the gay shit alliance he pulls back and while he's pulling back to punch him elbows spencer in the eye (gasps) spencer yeah and they get into this huge fight and it's bad. Yeah. Then Spencer's on the ground. She's trying to catch her breath and her vision. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I think uh, Ashley and Clay mm-hmm. are trying to pick her up off the ground. While all this is happening, the fight is getting crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy, the tabling guy, gets punched in the face um, and finished off because at that point, Aiden jumps in to stop the fight. Yeah. But the guy's already on the ground. So. He did not have to go that hard. They didn't have to go that hard. That was insane. He just walked up to him for no reason. He literally did. He wanted the smoke. For what, sir? He wanted the smoke. So what do you have next? So next we have uh, people at the hospital. Spencer has just gotten bandaged up. She has a Band-Aid above her eye. Um, and And Paula walks out with her. And Ashley's there. And she's like, oh, is she gonna be okay? And Paula gives her this mean, like, nasty side eye, and she's like, 
Um, yeah. And it was so rude. Yeah. Oh my god. She's it looked truly so rude. concerned and about Ashley your daughter so and you're gonna give her this stank face and stank response. Like, come on now. Looks are up and down, yo. Mm-hmm. Now where is this hospital? Is it across the street from campus? Is it on campus? Like, why were they allowed to leave? All all of them were allowed to leave school to go tend to Spencer? Yeah. Even her girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> I just don't understand. Are they at school? Because they get into this fight at the hospital, but then they get suspended from school. So they, they have to be one of the same. From school? Wait, what? Excuse me. They were sent home for the day for, from, for fighting. Oh, that's lame. All three of the kids. You remember, right? I remember when Arthur was like, all three of the kids got sent home yeah. for being injured. Yeah. But like, Yeah, but they were all fighting. They got injured at the hospital. Because they were fighting. But yeah. the hospital's not on campus, is it? That's In lame. order for it to be a school thing, why would they get suspended from school when they're not even on campus? The fight yeah. happened outside of campus. That's true. Anyway, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> um, and not all of them are hurt. So why is Ashley there? She's not even family. Why did they let her leave? Spencer. No, 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 no. You're not understanding. I get why she's there in her own mind, but why would the school allow her to leave school to go to this hospital? She probably said, that's my best friend. I want to go with her. They wouldn't do that. I think they she would. She already got two brothers. She already got her two brothers there. They wouldn't do that. Yeah, that's true. I guess. And her mom is at the hospital too. Her mom works there. So <laughs> how much family does this girl need for this injury? You know what? They all want to go for support. <laughs> Paul is attending to Spencer, brings her out, gives Ashley side eye because she's a bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, we found out, oh, well, Spencer says that she has a, she might have a concussion. So they're monitoring that based on her, uh, I guess they're going to test her at home or whatever, let her go through the day or sent home or whatever. <laughs> Ashley says, you know, stupid guys and their stupid testosterone. Mm-hmm. Spencer says it wasn't just some random guy fight. She implies that it was a hate crime, mm-hmm. which it was. But like, what do you think of this? Do you do you think do you consider what happened to Spencer a hate crime or that she was just standing there? Because I don't consider that a hate crime on Spencer. I consider it a hate crime on that other guy. Um, but they're acting like Spencer was a part of this hate crime and she was just standing. She just caught an elbow. That's all. She was at the wrong place at the wrong time. It wasn't about her. Yeah, it wasn't about her. But, yeah, it was definitely a hate crime. Not directly on Spencer, but, like, she definitely got some hate. Yeah, uh, it, what, he didn't even, the guy that hit her didn't even see her. Mm. He didn't seem like he noticed that he even hit her. He just kept going with that other guy. He didn't yeah. turn around and go, oh, man, I, I didn't mean to hit you. I was trying to get this guy. Um, <laughs> He's stupid. So it's weird. It's kind of, like, weird to me that everyone's kind of tying it into Spencer. The only The only thing I can tie her into is the fact that the guy that started the fight was a homophobe and Spencer's happens to be gay. Mm-hmm. But I don't even know how they keep mentioning that. Oh, it, Ashley got her into this. It's Ashley's fault. Ashley yeah. was nowhere in the they scene. They act like <laughs> Ashley's the one that punched her. Ashley wasn't even there. Like, she was like far away. Yeah. She was super she far away. She wasn't even next to it. She was, she had nothing to do with it. Like she was not the one that punched Spencer. Glenn just starts popping off. Like, he just starts popping the fuck off. Yeah, he's stupid. Starts yelling at Ashley, saying that she's the reason all this happened, that it's her fault. Okay, how? 
Did she? Did did Ashley punch Spencer? Ashley wasn't even there. So I think he's hinting that Ashley made Spencer gay. And if she wasn't gay, then she wouldn't have been at that gay shit alliance table. But anybody could go to that table. Yeah. Ashley didn't make her go to that table. Exactly. She told her she'd be loser adjacent. She implied mm-hmm. that she didn't want to be anywhere near it. Yep. So how is this Ashley's fault? Riddle me that. But for someone with a bad knee, Glenn is really jumping to conclusions. Yeah. Um, so he gets mad and says someone needs to man up. Everyone's trying to calm him down. Clay is trying to calm him down. Clay says this weird line where he goes, she's our sister. You act like she's deliberately out to get us. What? What does that mean, Nisi? <laughs> um, I don't know. Spencer's Maybe he not just out to get anybody. that, like... She's not out here doing bad stuff to hurt them. She's just out living her life for herself. Like she's she's not doing what she's doing to hurt uh Glenn or Clay or anybody. She's just doing her. I guess, but that's just a weird line. It makes it seem like did we always think that Spencer was out here doing something deliberately? <laughs> out to nah. get people? Cuz that's not what I thought. No. But um Glenn uh then loses his whole mind, his yes. whole entire mind. And what does he say, Nisi? He says, she's not our sister, okay? She's my sister. And literally, the record scratched, and the music Mm -hmm. stopped, and Clay's face was like, OMG. I was like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. And then the girls are looking like, oh, yeah, yeah, wow, (laughs) wow. He really lost his mind. He, He was wildin'. He lost his whole entire mind. Not half of it, but the whole mind. Oh, oh, the whole thing. It's all spongy and gooey now. He has <laughs> nothing up there. Everyone just stares in fear and anticipation as to what's about to happen. Because someone's about to die. <laughs> yeah. That's what I, when I saw the scene, someone, I was like, someone's about to die. <laughs> someone's about, good thing they in the hospital because someone's about to die. Yeah. And uh, Clay proceeds to try and murder Glenn. And I'm so here for it. Mm-hmm. Clay did not deserve for Glenn to be saying that stuff. Ooh, that's some stuff you don't get over, too, because it's like, I don't know. You, you, if you think that, you can't just not think that tomorrow. Yeah, that would hurt me. That would hurt me so hard. That's a thought that's always there. Um, it's not a fair fight because Glenn has a bad knee, but whatever. He deserved <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, all three of the Carlin kids are sent home for fighting. I don't know why. See, I'm confused. I'm, a lot of this stuff is confusing. Because Spencer didn't do anything. So why did she get sent home for fighting? And why is she in trouble with, with Arthur? I don't know. Why is Arthur yelling at her and telling her no phone, no computer, no TV? She was a victim. <laughs> the only two people that deserve to be put on punishment are Clay and Glenn. But anyway, Arthur's pissed and he's regulating. Mm-hmm. And he says it's a Carlin family record that all three of his kids get sent home for fighting on the same day. Oh, yeah. While they're sitting down, Glenn says, I know whose fault it is. And then he's implying that it's Ashley's fault. And then as a reminder, Spencer goes, ow, my head hurts. Can I have one of Glenn's painkillers? And Paul says, no, you can just take a Tylenol and go upstairs and lay down. She's like, oh, I'm good here. I'm good here. Arthur tries to figure out what happened, says, hey, what happened? And Clay and Glenn are silent. They decide not to tell what happened. And I'm sitting here like, Clay, you need to speak up. Not fair. It's not fair. He could just say, for some reason, Glenn said that 
Spencer's not my sister, that it's his sister. That's all he need to say. Yeah. Tell the parents because if you keep like, if you don't say anything, I mean, maybe they'd squashed it later on. But I feel like if he already thinks that he's not your brother, it could get worse from there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's just crazy. That was rude. The kids leave and then Parther are talking and Paula's upset. Mm-hmm. And um, I think she... She mentions that she heard it was a hate crime. Yeah. But she said something. She had to have blamed it on somebody because I said, Paula's stupid too. Yeah, she blamed Ashley. Yeah. She, she, um, she's, she's also jumping to conclusions uh, because it was um, a hate crime against some gay students at the school and Spencer got caught up in it. Mm-hmm. I don't even know why they would think that Spencer was caught up in it. Like, she wasn't even directly hit. Yeah, she was an innocent bystander. Yeah, so why does Paula think... And she says, oh, it's something that Ashley got her into. Where, who told you that? Ashley didn't turn Spencer gay. She wasn't even there. But she thinks, oh, some gay students got bashed and Spencer was in it. So maybe Ashley brought her into that situation. And that's why Which she don't got make the, no sense. the bruise on her eye. It doesn't make any sense. They're all, these, these, this family can jump. I tell you one thing. <laughs> Paula and Paula Jr., Diet Paula, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. they be jumping. Next, it's Kyla and Madison. Oh, yeah. I hate, I hate Madison's fake behind. <laughs> I was wondering why she was being so nice. She was being too nice. Yeah, it's not too real. nice to her. It's not real. That's why it's. She's trying to be fake nice to Kyla to get information about what she's doing with Aiden so she can squash it. How rude. That's all she's doing. Because she's jealous because Aiden don't even look at her anymore. Aiden barely remembers that Madison exists. So she just keeps making all these little comments. Um, she goes up to Kyle and says, um, hey, you're still here? And she's like, yeah, I had a rehearsal or something. And Madison says the same. And Madison asks Kyle if she needs a ride home. And she's like, oh, no, I'm waiting on Aiden. He just needs to go to the gym to pick up something. And she goes, something or someone. <laughs> right. <sighs> I'm so annoyed by Kyla and Madison's relationship because Kyla, did someone not give her the memo? Like, I feel like she should have known the memo. Like, your sister hates Madison. Mm-hmm. The guy you're dating hates Madison. What more do you need? <laughs> Why are you talking to her, telling her your business? Yeah. But they're uh, talking about how Kyla feels like She's feeling like Aiden's slipping away from her. And that's because, um, you know, she's so busy and all this stuff. And Madison says, listen, Aiden needs attention. And if you can't give it to him, he's going to find it somewhere else. Use him or lose him. She's planting seeds in Kyla's head. (laughs) So then Madison's like, listen, I'll drive you to his gym. I know where it is. I'll drop you off there. What? And then Kyla pops up on Aiden. <laughs> Yo, when you have to pop up on somebody, maybe you shouldn't be in the relationship. Yeah, she did pop up. I mean, they were going to meet up anyway. Yeah, but he said a designated time. Like he said, I'm going to go. Well, he didn't even say to come to the gym. He was going to pick her up at school. And she pops up at the gym. Yeah, she did pop up. I think she might have been trying to see if she's talking, if he was talking to Nicole. Oh, he was. He was. I'm sure. 
But when he when she does pop up, he's like, hey, what are you doing here? And she's like, she says that Madison gave her a ride. Mm-hmm. He's like, Madison? <laughs> okay. Kyla um, had to cancel her plans for the movie role in order to try to connect her movie plans with Aiden because Madison done planted seeds in her head to tell her that if she doesn't use Aiden, she's going to lose him. So now she wilding. <laughs> she's like, okay. He's like, oh, but I already made plans for that night to go uh, see a kickboxing match with some friends. And Kyla's like, oh, is that uh, Nicole girl going to be there? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, she is. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and Kyla puts on this fake smile like it's not bothering her. And it's like, oh, okay. He's like, so we can reschedule? He's like, yeah, no worries. Or she's like, yeah, no worries. So next we see Spashley at school. Spashley. Spash. Spashley. Spash. <laughs> Ashley presents Spencer with this cute teddy bear. Grr. The teddy bear is mocked up to look like Spencer. It was cute. It was a cute bear. It was a oh cute bear God. and a cute gesture. Ugh. They are so cute. They are so freaking cute. And um, it also has a bandage around its head, just like she does. Aww. I never really noticed, though, until the rewatch that the bandage is on the wrong side. So. <laughs> That's one thing continuity should have taken care of. But it's a cute bear, and I love how she presents it. She does the grr thing. Yeah. Grr. It's, it's cute. And then she um, she takes her books and carries them. Yeah. Ashley takes Spencer's books. That was cute. They cute or whatever. <laughs> but they're walking down the halls, and they see the guy that was beat up in the previous scene, in the, in the previous day. Yeah, he looked bad. He looks worse for wear. Like he looks worse. What? Worse for wear. That's like a European term. Um. Like he's worse for wear. Anyway, he shouldn't even be in school. He's like propping his foot up on the bench. Like he can't even. He has two stand. crutches and an arm sling, sir. You need to be in bed. <laughs> he can't carry a backpack or books or anything. How no. is he going to do anything? How would you get to school? I don't know, man. He oh shouldn't be in school. He looked terrible. I mean, the only thing they could have added to make him look worse was missing teeth. <laughs> did he have a black eye? He did. Yeah, he, he had an arm terrible. cast. He had crutches. He had his knee up, propped up on a um a bench. Like, bro, you can't just stand. You gotta <laughs> prop your knee up. Like, you really shouldn't even be there. <laughs> like, oh, he's like so. Spencer, he calls out Spencer. He's like, hey, Spencer, right? And she's like, yeah. He goes, how you doing? She's like, I'm doing all right. She goes, um, how are you doing? He's like, I'll heal. I was like, okay, you don't got to be dramatic like that. Uh, he said he'll heal. He's like, he wasn't wrong. He's not wrong, but just say you're doing well. You don't got to make it sound like sensational. Just say, just say I'm doing fine. I'm making it. <laughs> so then what he tries to do, do you understand what's going on here? I think he was trying to invite her to like this club meeting thing. And Ashley yeah. got all hyped and said, no, like, you're not going to. Basically, what they're trying to do is garner attention for uh, the Gay Straight Alliance and gay rights based on this event that happened. Now, I'm trying to figure out Ashley's angle. All I can really come up with is <laughs> that Ashley didn't want Spencer to associate with that club because people get beat up in that club. 
Yeah, probably. Like, Ashley does always say that she's looking out for Spencer and doesn't want people to make fun of her for being gay. So that's probably what it is. Yeah. And, you know, when I first watched it, I was on Spencer's side. I was like, wait, time out. Like, you don't want to support, like, the rights of, of gay people. Like, are you really trying to, like, steer away from supporting and I think I don't think that's the what she's trying to do. I think she's just trying to make sure that this doesn't happen again. And apparently, being in this gay straight alliance group can get you beat up. And last thing she wants is for Spencer to be in a situation where she could be hurt even worse than what she was. I mean, she wasn't even hurt on purpose. Imagine if she joined this club, made it known that she was a part of it, and people sought her out, and maybe she doesn't have anybody around, and someone corners her somewhere and beats her up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sucks that you can't you can't support or fight for the rights of of this community if you have people around that are trying to hurt you if you do so. So you kind of got to make that decision about what you want. Do you want to support the cause or do you want to just make sure you're safe? And I get it. I get it, Ashley. Mm-hmm. I totally get it, and I, and I get it, Spencer. But it's it's tough. It's a it's a you're torn. You know? Yeah, I do know. <laughs> okay. Just making sure you know. What do you got next? Oh, um, well, while they're talking to this guy and Ashley's going off, she's like, um, no, Spencer's not coming to this thing because she just got hit and possibly has a concussion. You're not about to make her some spokesperson mm-hmm. or a poster child for this thing. Yeah. Oh, she said, this is your fault to the guy. And I'm like, again, we're blaming the wrong person. It's not his fault. Like, yeah. he's not the one that punched Spencer. Everyone's blaming the he's wrong not. person. Everyone's blaming a different person that didn't have any hand in it. The only person they're not blaming is the guy that actually did it. The guy that actually walked up and punched people. Exactly. They're not blaming the homophobe. They're going out they're and blaming people that blaming. weren't even... They're victim blaming. They're person who wasn't even nearby blaming. Yeah. They're blaming everybody but this homophobe. <sighs> we open up the next scene with Kyla. And she is walking with way too many books. What ends of book? Because you go to high school, but you don't got a locker. Like, a backpack? A backpack would just do a lot of good for you, Kyla. Yeah, she was carrying a purse, too. She could have put some books in there. It's You got to be more prepared. You got to be. And so, obviously, she's struggling with these books, and she drops the books. But she's walking across the street from the locker room. So, okay, so is... The locker is the gym across the street, <laughs> or is it just the locker room? Is that the gym he always goes to? I don't know. I have no I idea. Know. Maybe some people. Listen, people out there, if you know the layout of this school, <laughs> and you know where the hospital is in relation to the school, and you know where Aiden's gym is, because the previous scene, Madison had to drive Kyla to the gym. Yeah. Maybe the gym and the locker room are just different. Yes, the gym in the locker room must be different because Nicole actually had to pick up Aiden from the locker room because she said she would. Yeah. So they can go to the kickboxing match. I'm just learning the, lo- the lay of the land. That's all. I don't go to King High. I just watch it from afar. So forgive me, listeners. So we see Nicole waiting for Aiden to take him to the kickboxing match. Um, Kyle spills her books and looks sad. And at that point, she looks up and sees Nicole with the car and Aiden getting in the car with her. She picked him up. Kyla knew they were going to the kickboxing match. I don't even know why she tripping. She he, he Maybe said she, she didn't would know that um that she was gonna give him a ride. Oh well, I mean, whatever. <laughs> anyway, 
Madison comes up and tries to use this moment to her advantage and says she knows what it's like to feel like the party's passing you by. Blah, blah, blah. Trying to get in this girl's head. Mm-hmm. So Kyla tells Madison it's hard to believe that would happen to her. And Madison's like, it's true, but don't tell anyone. Yeah, Madison, we know that you're on the decline. We know. <laughs> we, we know, know you're on the you way used out. to be Queen B, but now you ain't Queen B. Everybody's starting to know that. You, you're just lucky that you got a new girl in the school that don't know your history. That's probably why she's hanging out with Kyla. Because Kyla doesn't know her, like, Madison's real history. So she's new. You know what I mean? She can just start a whole new friendship with this girl or not. Yeah. Madison suggests some retail therapy yeah they're gonna go shopping yeah but the reason she says it oh go ahead go ahead oh, i was just gonna say it's weird that madison asked her to come with her hanging out shopping and she said it's so real too like they're actually friends she's like let's do some shopping like no you're madison yeah, i just it's weird because kyla doesn't see any of this like we see her scheming <laughs> we see madison scheming we don't believe this stuff we don't believe she actually wants to go shopping with this girl but kyla's like okay yeah these are lies she can't see it but madison suggests to go retail therapy shopping because her tips have been amazing lately oh and we know why because she's stealing oh yeah 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 that's why we saw that in the previous episode so at the carlin home uh paula comes home and she rubs glenn's hair before she walks in to the kitchen Uh, lmao He's playing uh, some video game on the couch and uh, she comes in and does this and it's a sweet moment. If I didn't know that Paula was the scum of the earth, <laughs> I would think this was a really sweet moment. It was it was cool. He just says, hey, mom. And then he continues to play the video game on the couch. So Paula walks into the kitchen and Arthur's cooking up some some gumbo. He is feeling himself. He is like he says, mom's home dinner in 20 Yes, he should have worn his kiss the chef apron. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because he is doing it in the kitchen. And so while he's doing it in the kitchen, Paula says, hey, did you see the newspaper this morning? And Arthur continues to stir his pot and goes, no. Mm-hmm. And Paula's like, oh, the hate crime was the newspaper. Good thing our daughter's name wasn't in it. And uh, while Arthur is like, I guess he's like still tending to the food, not looking at at Paula. He asks if she saved the crossword puzzle for him. Yep. Because he does not care. Yeah. He does not care. He says he should not have to like comment on stuff that doesn't, that has nothing to do with them. Yeah, it didn't happen. He's like, we have too much going on in our own home to obsess over something that didn't happen. Over some speculation BS. Like, we don't even know why spencer was there like she goes to the same school that this happened at does it make sense to me but anyway then paula has a white privilege moment (sighs) she feels like her whole life is falling apart arthur i just feel like Uh, she did say that (laughs) arthur i just feel like our whole and arthur comforted her like arthur she's terrible nothing's falling apart your whole life is great you have three (laughs) thriving children you have a great job i mean you have one child that could be nicer to people yeah um but your children are healthy everything they're going to school they're not caught up in the law calm down you got a husband that cooks for you and a husband that doesn't cheat on you it doesn't cheat on you or nothing you're living the life right now so Mm -hmm. 
You're lucky your husband is still with you. You're so lucky that Arthur is awesome oh and hasn't divorced divorced you. Exactly. So what what are you what's falling apart, Paula? Mm, tell me. Tell me. Tell me. <sighs> but anyway, Arthur, the great husband that he is, comforts her and says it's going to be fine. And he says she says everything's falling apart. He says, but not this uh, this broth. This broth is amazing, bro. Arthur does not care, bro. <laughs> Arthur is in his own world, living. He see he knows how great his life is. That's why he's not <laughs> upset. He knows he has three great children. He has a great life, great house. He loves his job. He loves his cooking. He's fine. Paul's the one that's that's falling apart for no apparent reason. Yeah. Aww. So the next scene, Spencer is hiding out at Chelsea's studio, and she's painting. She's painting uh, like a floor canvas. She's putting like a base coat on a huge canvas on the floor. It looks really cool. She's like, I think she may even be barefoot, and she has like her, her pants rolled up. And she's using a rolling pen to do it, like a really large rolling pen, like she's like she's sweeping. It's cool. I wish I had my own like studio like that. It looks like a loft. Yeah, it's really nice looking. It's cool. She even mm-hmm. has like a little like couch foot thing. Did mm-hmm. you see that in the background? She has like furniture. I like that. I like that a lot. It's like leather or something. It's really nice. Uh <laughs> Vincent and Chelsea start having this interesting conversation about how people treat gays and they're not even doing anything they're not hurting anyone this is a great conversation this is a very timely and great conversation it's great for the series but i still am looking to see how it connects to spencer and what happened to her because we already knew we already knew that these issues were happening in the gay community we've already known that even before spencer got bashed well she didn't even get bashed she just got a (sighs) you okay (laughs) the only thing i could think of is that she saw a lot of herself in this guy and that he's gay and she's gay yeah and probably that someone beat up this guy because they were gay i guess it just seems like everyone's putting this thing on her like someone did this to her so she's probably thinking about why this happened and all that stuff and chelsea talks about knowing exactly what she feels like and um she says believe me i get it too Half the world doesn't know I exist because I'm black. The other half want to give me special treatment because I'm black. And the rest are terrified of me because I'm black. (laughs) So um, they were talking about the names they get called and everything. And Spencer goes into the names that lesbians get called. Mm -hmm. Chelsea comes back with or the N-word. And I'm yes. like, dang, Chelsea, you had to let her know that that you have it hard, too. <laughs> like, not that Spencer doesn't, but some people forget, you know. Just even being straight, it doesn't matter. Like, Chelsea's a woman, and she's black. So she has two strikes against her, just like Spencer does. But I think Spencer, this was the first time Spencer ever felt like, okay, I'm a minority in this situation. She didn't consider, like... Chelsea's situation as well. Yeah, it's hard out there for people, all kinds of people. It's tough. Even though we have all these marches and stuff, it's still really tough, you know? Yeah. It's still getting there. It's 2019 for crying out loud, and we're still like. It's still crazy out there. We're basically in the future, and people still don't know how to act. There's still hateful people out there. Yeah, and this was done, I think this aired in about 2006. So this was going on then. It's still going on now. Oh, yeah. 
But the next scene, Glenn is on the couch playing video games and Clay walks up to get his backpack. Now, Glenn tries to talk to Clay about what happened at the hospital. The tension must be so thick up in there. (laughs) It's thicker than molasses, yo. It's thicker than a Snickers. Oh my gosh. Clay initially doesn't want to talk about it, but Glenn just keeps pressing him. So they talk about it. And he basically says, you know, he talks about how Glenn's been an a-hole this whole series. Yeah. The whole series. Even Clay knows. Clay notices. We've all seen it. We talk about it every week. Mm-hmm. We talk about you every week, Glenn. But now Clay decides he wants to comment on it. And this is what we do. So Glenn says it's Spencer's fault, not his. And then Clay cuts him off like, stop blaming everybody. You're the one who's acting like an ass. The thing you said to me at the hospital? About that. You know, bottom line is this. Even though you apparently don't think I'm your brother, I still know you are mine. And that's why I didn't rat you out. Clay. Yeah. Glenn doesn't deserve you. It's just like, it's so crazy how much the emotions and issues with Glenn mimic the emotions and issues with Paula. They are really twins. Yeah, for real. They really are. Like... They both got told by Arthur and Clay, like, (laughs) but to be honest, I'm still with, like, I would have still told the parents. I would have still told on Glenn. F that. Oh, yeah, for sure. You got to nip that in the bud before it gets worse. Yeah. Yeah. That's not cool. That's not cool. If they were really brothers by blood and he said that, who cares? But when Clay was adopted into this family... You know what I mean? Yeah. And you go, oh, um, like that's so Spencer's rude. not our sister. She's my sister. Yeah. That hurts. Even though he's been living with this family for the past, what, nine, ten years? Oh, okay. So what am I? Who am I then? I'm just a visitor into the family? I'm just a visitor. Dang. With your same last name. That's so rude. Glenn ain't shit, bro. He's terrible. So next, we are at Chelsea Studio again. So they bounce back and forth between uh, Chelsea Studio and the Carlin home because Spencer is hiding out. She doesn't want to be at home. She doesn't want to be around Ashley. She's just trying to kind of get away from it all. Yeah, I feel that. And Ashley finds her. Ashley finds finds Spencer and comes in and she's like, how'd you find me? And she's like, Clay. So Clay gave her the anonymous tip mm. or non-anonymous tip. <laughs> Chelsea decides to leave them alone by saying, I'm going to run and get a coffee. And then she goes, actually, I'll walk. Mm, yep. <laughs> she's cute. They're all cute. Yeah, I like them all. Yeah, I feel like all these people are superheroes. <laughs> the whole cast, like, okay, so the cast itself, like the actors, are superheroes to me. <laughs> but the actors, like, I don't like Glenn, obviously. Like, I don't like Madison. Obviously, they're the villains. I, and Paula. And Paula. Like, but I, I like Valerie Ortiz. I'm cool, you know, I, I'm cool with, with Chris Hunter. I like Maeve Quinlan. Mm-hmm. But their characters are the ones that I can't stand. But I, the actors their heroes so ashley comes in and she does this like half apology thing which is what i like i like that a half apology yeah just in this situation because you want to stick by what you said you don't want to go oh i'm sorry for what i did because i want what's honest from you like obviously you're not i mean you're sorry about how it affected spencer but i can't imagine that you're sorry for what you said because you said it 
to be protective. It was your truth, you know? <laughs> yeah. What do you think about that? Do you think it was um her apology was half assed or do you think she's justified? Um yeah, I feel like she could have apologized for like I guess if she hurt Spencer's feelings, but at the same time if she said what she said and she means it, then that's okay too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Because most TV shows would just been like, I'm sorry, okay, cool. We'll kiss and then that's over. <laughs> um but this was a little more real to me. Uh, but she says to Spencer, she stands by it because she was protecting Spencer. And if she had the choice of being right or protecting Spencer, she'll be wrong every time. <laughs> Why is that funny? It just sounded so corny in the way you said it. <laughs> but that's how she said it. It wasn't corny when Ashley said it, though. Oh, you're a hater. No, I'm not. Uh, so then... That's it. That that gives us our Thomas W. Lynch. Mm, that is it. They don't say anything else. I think Spencer just like puts her hand on her thigh <laughs> and looks at her and that's it. We don't even get Spencer's reaction or what she thought of that apology. She probably said okay so, and they're back to being girlfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, that just I mean, they were always they didn't break up. They just <laughs> had a fight. Like, come on. Um so that episode rocked. I thought it rocked. Because we're inching closer to the sass. The sass. This, this series is absolutely sassy. And we're getting there. So shout out. Shout out to the writers of this one. It, it touched my heart. Like I said, I've watched it every day for the past seven days. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's just really good. It's really good. It's short. It felt like it was short. Shorter than the others. I might be wrong. But I love the fact that it starts off with a montage of events. Like it's not storyline driven. It's more visual. And also in the scene with um, the tabling, when you see the tabling and stuff, Mm -hmm. it's mostly just like different vignettes of, of what people are saying. Like you got Glenn over here with ROTC. You got Kyla over there with the drama club. She's talking to, to Aiden trying to cancel dates and stuff. And then you got Ashley on the side here, just totally like not being a part of it. Mm -hmm. Then you got, you got a special appearance by by Sean, who's doing the film school, the film club thing. And then you got Spencer, who's deciding, ah, do I want to go to Gay Share Alliance? Do I not? Do I not? It's just a whole, like, vin- it's a bunch of vignettes put together. And at the end, they culminate. So shout out to the producers and, and everything like that. I, I really like this one. Thank you for making it. So, Nisi. <laughs> yeah, Nettie. What is your favorite line of the show? Of the episode? Um, I didn't really have one, but if I had to choose one, I would have to be basic and say that it's the one where Ashley says, get a life, ass eyes. Oh, come on. <laughs> that was my line. There was nothing else that hit me. I didn't want to like not have a, a favorite quote this week because sometimes I don't have one. So it's better to be basic than not have one. Now I got to figure out what mine is. Just say I don't want to be the same one. one as you. If it's your favorite line, it's your favorite line. Our listeners deserve better. <laughs> How about this one? I like this one. Even though you don't think that I'm your brother, I still know that you are mine. That's why I didn't write you out to mom and dad. Yeah, that was nice. That was real of Clay, too. Mm. There was a lot of power in that because Glenn shut the F up when he said that. Yeah, he said real words. Clay was pretty much like, let me show you how much better I am than you. Ooh. 
this is how I'm, this is, even though you're going to treat me like this, I'm going to be the bigger person and not treat you the same way back. Yeah. And you're the older brother. Like, Glenn's supposed to be older? <laughs> he does you're not supposed to be setting like an example? He does not, yeah, he does not set any good examples. You know, you guys, listeners, do you understand <laughs> the example I set for Nisi? Oh my god. Every gosh. day of my life, Glenn does not hold that up. He does not. And he has two siblings. <sighs> anyway, so that's our episode. Rules of engagement. Wait, Woo-hoo! so what do you what would you rename Rules of Engagement? I would probably name it Jumping to Conclusions <laughs> or The Confusion. Or <laughs> misplaced anger Ooh, i like that one misplaced anger mm-hmm. yeah because everybody got some misplaced anger yeah i like those what about you uh honestly though i would call this episode who done it because no one knows who the actual blame goes to because they're out here blaming the victims and blaming people who weren't there instead of blaming the one person that actually did this they don't know who did it we we know that mr homophobe did it yeah that's what we know. They don't He's know. He's stricken. He has a disease. It's <laughs> stage five homophobia. It's terminal. It's completely terminal. Yep. Ain't no cure for homophobia. So, no cure. No cure. Well, love is the cure. <laughs> it's corny, but it's true. It's true. Love and tolerance are the cure. So we got two webisodes. What what webisodes? Oh my God. You know what else we have in this webisode? What? I don't know if we have it, but we might have a crop top alert. Oh, man. Is that the bathing suit? Does that count? I don't know. No, the bathing suit doesn't count. Oh, okay. I thought it was so a real crop top that you were talking about, but no. Nah. 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 Uh, so the webisodes are Be More and Letter to Daddy. Mm-hmm. Let's get into it. So this webisode is actually pretty cool because it's not the found footage that we've been seeing. It's actually like an alternate scene. That happened at the pool party. Or like a deleted scene. Yes, kind of like a deleted scene. Because they're, they're obviously at the um, Aiden's house. Uh, Kyla's wearing the same thing she was wearing at the, uh, the pool party in the regular episode. So it's actually really cool. I like when they do this because it feels like we kind of get something special that adds to the episode as opposed to something that's just a backstory. Yeah, it's like a little treat or a gift. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. It's an Easter egg. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, they're just talking about, well, Kyla and Aiden are just talking about each other. Aiden has the camera and he has it all up in (laughs) Kyla's face, kind of just asking her questions, just interviewing her pretty much what Baltimore was like, what kind of music she listened to, if she had a boyfriend, Mm -hmm. a steady boyfriend. Um, they also mentioned that Kyla had a long conversation with Aiden's mom. Um, about something that he did as a kid where he trapped some fireflies, some light, lightning bugs, and they suffocated in a jar or some, some crazy yeah. stuff like that. But we still never got to see Aiden's mom. I want to see if she's beautiful. Yeah, again, she was mentioned and not even <sighs> shown. And you said you want to see if she's beautiful? She probably is because she made a beautiful son. What are their names? What kind of names do you think they are? Oh, Mom Dennison and Dad Dennison. No, 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 no. They're actual names. What do you think their actual names are? Oh, um, okay. Aiden, Aiden Dennison. Maybe like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, what's the dad's name? What do you think? Sal. 
Ew, no. That's like an old person <laughs> name. That's not like a good Sal Dennison. No, that doesn't sound good. Marshall Dennison? No, okay. You're coming up with horrible names. Mitchell. Mitchell Dennison. That's a little better. That's a little better. I feel like, I don't know. Even though I don't know what Mom Jonathan. Dennison looks like, I feel like her name would be like Barbara or something. <laughs> J- Jonathan and Barbara Dennison. Yeah, Jonathan is perfect. Yes. Yes, we got it. Jonathan and Barbara Dennison. So for the rest of the rest of the time that we mentioned this series, we will be talking about Jonathan and Barbara Dennison. They are Aiden's parents. Yes, you gotta okay? know who they are. Let's put it out there into the world right now. We're gonna be mentioning it that way. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to get to know Kyla better. He says um that he wants to know more about Be More so him and her can be more. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> I can't even say that that's bars. That's not bars. <laughs> you don't think it's bars for real? Nah, that was just, that was just, no. That wasn't even high level. So uh, Kyla goes on to talk about how great his house is, which is great, and the pool's so nice. He tells her she can come through anytime she wants to swim, but she has a pool at Ashley's. We know this. Oh, yeah. Because we saw some friends, in benef- uh, friends with benefits and... She she acts like initially that she doesn't have a pool. Like she could very well just go to her own pool. And Aiden knows that because he swam in it. So yeah, but she said that like in her house in Baltimore they didn't have no pool. Like back then. Well, she got a pool now, so she don't gotta go to Aiden's. <laughs> if she want to get naked in her own pool, she can do that. She don't gotta go to Aiden's. Oh my gosh! Come on, Kyla, show some respect for yourself. Oh my right? goodness! So um, they're about to have a close moment, and then what happens? And then Ashley walks in and Mm -hmm. she is like, I think she says like, you guys are gross and give me my camera. Mm. (laughs) But she takes the camera and that's the end. She just, she takes the camera. But I will say Eileen Boylan, shout out to her. Shout out to her. Mm -hmm. You look great here. I mean, you look great in the whole series. Yeah, she's really pretty. There's, there's a part where they zoom, where he zooms in on her face. She, she has really good features. So next episode is Letter to Daddy. Now, I will say, I'm sorry, listeners, this is my least favorite webisode. Yeah, it was very ever. sad. Like, and it was just her talking, and that's it. Just saying sad stuff. Like, it was sad. Yeah. Like, you know, shout out, you know, everyone did a great job, or she did a great job. Uh, Mandy Musgrave did a great job. The content wasn't, wasn't kicking. It just wasn't. I was, it was first off, it was really sad. Yeah. So that's one thing. And um, she was talking to her dad through the camera. And she was showing pictures to the camera as if it was her dad. Her dad will never see this video. Yeah, I was wondering where this video was going to go and who she's yeah. talking for. I mean, I know she's doing it for her dad, but like, where's this video going? Yeah, I'm not sure. It could be something just to get some stuff off her chest. But she did. She went so hard with it. Like, she did a lot of things. She pulled out pictures and showed the camera like it was going somewhere. She also sang. So, I don't know. I really don't know. Maybe it's just, like, for her to look at later when she gets sad or something. I don't know. Then why not talk to herself? Why not say, hi, Ashley, from 10 years from now, um... This is me a week after dad died, and it's so sad, but I know you're going to make it, and I know that when next time you see this video, you'll be in a better place because you'll be able to accept what happened, yada, yada, blah, 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 a partridge in a pear tree. Mm. 
<laughs> That's what I think she should have did. But she's just mentioning, you know, he wasn't around a lot, but she never hated him for it. Um, but she's the same way. She runs away from things. She leaves because she can't deal. Yes. And she wants her dad. She says, tell me that we had more in those 112 days than most people have in a lifetime. I I feel we like they could they could have had a, a lifetime in 112 days. They could have, but I know he didn't. He ain't gonna tell her. <laughs> well, and yeah, then not she right says now. Something like she says something like, "Tell me that you love me more than her." He can't tell you that. Um, apparently, her and Kyla are less than a year apart, which we kind of implied, I guess, based on the conversation and behind another behind the music, uh, the morning after. It's just hard for her to wrap her head around the fact that there was a sister floating around this whole, pretty much her whole life, and she knew nothing. I mean, but he did. Yeah, it'd be like that, I guess. What? <laughs> <laughs> and what lifestyle? Lifestyle for people like that. When it be like that? Um, I know a girl on Mari. Yeah, and I know a girl who has a mom. Like, her mom and then a stepdad and then her real dad, she don't know. She has other brothers and sisters, but she doesn't even know if it's a brother or a sister. Like, she doesn't know because she doesn't live with her dad. She doesn't know her dad like that. But her dad, she knows she has the siblings. Yeah, she knows she has siblings, but she doesn't know, like, if it's a boy or a girl or, like, what their names oh, are Oh, but at least stuff. she knows she has siblings. Yeah? <laughs> she thought she was an only child. For 17 years. Or 16 years. 16, 17 years. 16 years. 16 and a half-ish. So she starts singing one of her dad's songs because there's a part that she likes. There's a line that she likes. And um, that's when she gets a knock at the door. And she's singing. So we get real insight into Ashley's mindset a week a week after her dad died and how she feels about what's going on. So this actually was a kind of a found footage kind of video. This wasn't a live or storyline added deleted scene. So And that's the webisodes. Yeah. That is the webisode. Um thank you so much Nisi for sticking with me. Mhm. <laughs> We had a slight technical difficulty, but thank you, Nisi, for sticking with me. And thank you, listeners, for coming on back another week. Yes, thanks for rocking with us. It's getting saucy, guys. You ready for the (laughs) sauce? Next week, Glenn tells Clay that it's so not mom. And we meet Debolicious. (gasps) Do you guys know who Debolicious is? Y'all know who Debolicious is. Debolicious? Debolicious. Makes an appearance. She takes a trip out of Walmart to come and visit Spencer. <laughs> so we're going to meet Debolicious next week. Our next webisodes are Kiss and Tell and Imitate. Yeah, Imitate is your favorite. Oh my God, it's my favorite one. It's my favorite one and I cannot wait to talk about why it's my favorite. And I've been prepping this. I've been dropping little little key things as to why it is my favorite, but we will talk about it next week. So make sure you guys watch those um, for next week. Okay, Nisi, do you have anything else to say? <laughs> um, nothing. Just um, thanks for rocking with us. Be safe out there and come join us next week for the webisodes in the episode. Yeah, join us next week when we discuss... That's So Not Mom and Kiss and Tell and Imitate 
because it's gonna be super lit just like it always is and we thank you guys Mm -hmm. for being fans of our podcast and south of nowhere we'll talk to you next week i'm netty i'm nisi holla stay up Especially when things start getting real. Oh my gosh, get ready for like two hour episodes in the future. Dude, season two?